summary of the Sikha. In this week's Pasha, we had the story of Avram and Sarah going down to Mitzrayim because of the famine. In the Tisrael, there was a famine. And as they got closer, Avram said to her, when the Egyptians see you, and they will say, uh, oh, that's his wife, so we have to kill him in order to be able to take her. So say that you're my sister so that things will go well for me and I will be left alive because of you. So we know the question, why Avram Avinu is saving himself by putting Sarah in danger, as in fact she was taken to the house of Pare. That's what he did. And although the, there's commentaries that explain that he didn't do anything wrong, he uh, didn't violate any laws by doing that, and the, the Zayr says that he was more confident about her schos, and he knew that she would be, they wouldn't be able to do anything to her, they wouldn't harm her, and that's why he did it. But still we have to understand, he uses the words, L'man yitav li so that things will go well for me because of you. And Rashi says, what is this go well for me? They will give me gifts because of you. They'll want to take you as their wife, so they'll, they'll give me gifts as the brother, you know, I'm the one that uh, speaks on your behalf. So they'll give me like a dowry for you. So again, how is it that they're talking about saving Avram's life, and at the same time he throws in, oh, they'll give me money too. Why is Avram talking that way? In fact, the, the Zoyar talks about this and says, is Avram, who is a God-fearing man, and he loves Hashem. So he said so about his wife, that they should, for you they'll do good for me? And he answers that Avram did not depend, he couldn't depend on his own schus. He felt that he wasn't, didn't have enough schus, enough merits. And he didn't want to depend, rely on his schus, only on the schus of his wife, that through her he will earn money from them, from the Egyptians. Because the rule is that a person's money comes in merit of his wife. And then he concludes, and he relied on his schus, sorry, on her schus, that they would not be able to do anything to him, and that they would not take advantage of her. And uh, for this reason, he didn't feel that he was risking anything to say that she was his sister. So the same question is here. <clears throat> After, you know, the Zoyer does answer it, he relied that they would not be able to harm her, but still puts in that he would earn money and honor her behalf because of her. So why is it being made about the money? So the exp explanation is this. Since Hashem had told Avram that because of Lech Lecha Me'artzcha, when you will leave your birthplace and you will go to Yisrael as I instruct you, I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you and I will make your name great and uh, I will bless you means I will make you wealthy I will give you wealth so this was a promise that Hashem made him and since Avram knew that now Hashem was forcing him to go down to Mitzrayim because he brought a famine so he was guiding him down to Mitzrayim so there must be, that must all be part of the Lech Lecha it's all part of the same thing so part of it is that he has to provide me with wealth. That's why he's sending me there, to provide me with wealth. And then when he saw an opportunity which presented itself in a natural way, that they, they'll say it's her, his sister, so they'll want to make a shidduch with her, they'll pay him money. So therefore, that's what he saw as this was the natural carrying out of the blessing that Hashem wanted to give him. And in fact, that's, that is what happened. They gave him... Uh, as it says in the Pasuk, sheep and uh, cattle and donkeys, the wealth, of, the wealth of the time. 
And just like this is in the literal sense of physical wealth, the same is true also in the mission of, that Avram was living. His mission was to bring, to elevate the world, what we call birun anitsutsas, to elevate the sparks of holiness. So he was traveling. Now Hashem caused him to travel to Mitzrayim, so it's his job to elevate the sparks of Mitzrayim. That's what he needs to do. And that's what this translates to as well, that I need to be able to elevate the sparks in Mitzrayim. So therefore he said, through you I will be able to do that. I will earn you know, the, the wealth of Mitzrayim through which to be able to elevate it. So that's what he was saying. It's all through you that I will be able to accomplish this in a natural way. But the Zoyar still has the question. So what he's saying is that I will grow. My mission will be accomplished to elevate the sparks and so on. But it's on your account. You will be the one that has to suffer. You will have to go down into the house of Parai. So what sense does it make that I should be able to be elevated while Sarah, my wife, should, be, should go into the lion's den, into the house of Parai? What does that mean? And although Avram was certain that that is the purpose of his mission, but why does he have to risk her? for that. He knows there's ways that Hashem could make it happen, could help him to elevate the sparks of Mitzrayim. Why does he have to put her into that situation? So to this desire answers that Avram knew that he can't rely on his merits, because the rule is that a person merits wealth through his wife. So it has to come through his wife. That's just the way that Hashem set it up. That's how you merit it. The same with spiritual wealth, which was what is underlying the whole thing. His whole mission to go down to Mitzrayim is also how can he be successful? He can be successful in the merit of his wife and therefore he has to bring her along and she has to be part of this mission. And since he knew that it all has to happen through her, so therefore he was confident that nothing could happen as a result of this. Nothing negative. They won't be able to harm him. They won't be able to harm her. This is Hashem's, what Hashem wants them to do everything will be fine and that's why they went ahead with that plan and since this is a story about the Ovis and we know that every story about the Ovis is a lesson to us their descendants the Jewish people so this story is also a lesson in our personal Aveda as well in the Aveda of Torah Mises there are two approaches there is the approach of the Neshama the Aveda which happens through the Neshama it's a top down Aveda a, play, a person is removed from the world, he operates on a very spiritual level, learning Torah all day perhaps, and so on. Then there is an Aveda which is done through the body. The Aveda of the Neshama also has to be through, done through the body, but it's primarily an uh, Neshama Aveda. Then there is the Aveda which is done primarily through the Aveda, a per, uh, through the body. A person gets involved in the world around him and he engages with the world and he, he's busy elevating the world and so on. And he has to expose himself to the world, which is a dangerous thing because the world is an evil place and the, uh, the evil prospers in the world. But he does it and he finds his Torah mitzvahs as they are engaged in the world. This is found in, uh, referred to in Chesidus as the two types of Aveda of Achaisi, my sister, and the Aveda of Ishti, my wife. Achaisi means a relationship between a brother and a sister, represents a relationship between a brother and a sister, which is a natural love that exists between them, that starts from birth, 
Um, but it isn't a passionate love. It's not something where there is longing to be close to your sister. It's a natural, calm love. That represents the neshama, that the Aveda, the love that the neshama has to Hashem. It's within every year there is a concealed love that is natural to the neshama, but it's not always manifest. So it's not a passionate love, but it's always there. And this is a love which is constant. It never stops. It's always there. It's never compromised. Then there is a love which is awakened through the body when a person engages with the body and the, and the Nevesha Bahamis. That's similar to the love between a, a husband and a wife where they are, don't come from the same place. They're different types of people. They have different backgrounds. So there isn't a natural love. It's just a love which is created. They have, and because of that, it's a more passionate love. There is a longing for that love, and they become one. They, they become the oneness that is possible. And that, as we said, represents the Aveda of the body, and, and the Nefesh Bahamis, which doesn't have a natural love to Hashem. It's distant from Hashem, but it wants to become close to Hashem, and it does its work in order to become close to Hashem, and that's done with a much greater passion. And that's what this story teaches us the story of Avram teaches us that the, the true Parnassah, what a Yid has to accomplish in the world is the love that is between a husband and a wife in other words, that it's the love that the, the, the relationship that has to be created through the work of the Neshama in the Guf the work of the, the Guf and the Neshama in the world, engaging the world the where, where it's not natural to love Hashem that's where you get your main uh, parnasa. that's where you get your main flow of godly energy and because that is the mission so therefore Hashem assures us and He helps us that we shouldn't become compromised by engaging the world as the Zayar says that Avram was confident that they wouldn't be punished not him, they wouldn't be able to harm him and they wouldn't be able to harm um, Sarah so then we have to understand, according to this explanation, the whole purpose of this whole activity of going to Mitzrayim and all that was in order to be able to elevate the Nitzutzas, the sparks, in the world, in the uncleanliness of Mitzrayim. And that Aveda is called the Aveda of a husband and a wife. So why did Avram say, tell her to say that you're my sister? That's the other kind of Aveda. Why is she invoking be my, uh, say that you're my sister we're talking about the Aveda of a husband and a wife how do you bring in the sister relationship into this so we'll understand this by looking a few words in the Zayar earlier than, the, uh, the, than what we quoted until now what the, the question and the answer that the Zayar gives it starts with an introduction Rabbi Lozar, the son of Rabbi Shumim and Yechai, Rashbi was walking to, was traveling to see his father and together with him was Rab Abba. So Rab Abba said, let's say some words of Torah as we travel. So Rab Lozer opened with this Pasuk, say to me, say please that you are my sister. And then he went into the question, how could Avram say that and so on. So the Rebbe's father explains about this. Why did he choose this Pasuk to study in that trip? The reason is because... Rab Abba and Rabbi Lozar are, are similar to Avram and Sarah. Avram was Chachma, Sarah was Bina. Rab Lozar was Chachma, Rab Abba was Bina. They were both traveling. 
which for them was traveling like uh, normally they were busy learning all the time just like Rajbi we know Rajbi and his colleagues Rababa was a colleague of Rajbi and Rabbi Loza was his son and they were they were completely submerged in the learning of Torah traveling even to see his father is something which is a disconnect from the learning of Torah it means to him a descent into the world feeling, you know, traveling in the world so they were doing similar to what Avram and Sarah was doing and they represent the same levels of Avram and Sarah so that's why he started with that story that's the story that he started with that he taught so we could say that by examining the story of even though Rab uh, Abba and Rab Aloza were sort of taking their message from Avram and Sarah but by us examining the story of Av, Rab Abba and Rab Aloza, we will understand more about Avram and Sarah when we talk about Chachma and Bina, we know that Chachma is the beginning of the relation. That's where intellect is created, which is then passed down to Bina. Bina analyzes and uh, develops and gives detail and fleshes out the idea and so on. But it must receive from Chachma. How is it that, that Bina is able to elevate an idea to a higher level than it was in Chachma, to be more understood and so on? more appreciated because Bina has a higher source than Chachma that's the source of Bina in the world of intellect is from a higher source but that higher source is concealed within Bina it takes Chachma an an infusion from Chachma to be able to illuminate and to reveal that deep level from where Bina comes which gives it the power to be able to develop the idea of Chachma to a higher level even than Chachma was able to produce on its own but in order to do this it must first receive from Chachma Chachma must illuminate Bina to find its deep source in the world of intellect and the same is true also for a relationship between a, a husband and a wife as explained, that Bina Yaseira, there is more um, understanding that is given to a woman more than to a man, and we see this in the process of birth, that a woman takes the, you know, that fragment of DNA and transforms it into, develops it into a full-blown child. That's what she does. She takes DNA, transforms it into a child with all the details and so on. The man cannot do that. But it takes the man's hashpa to the woman to be able to illuminate her deep sense of bina to be able to accomplish that. And the combination of their, both of their contribution is what elevates them to the state of parents. They are blessed that they become parents. And a similar thing happened in this exchange between Rab Abba and Rab Lazar. They were traveling. Traveling means they were going out into the world to accomplish in the world because normally they were busy with learning and doing the work of the neshama they were going to do the work of the guf so Reb, uh, Reb Abba said in order to be able to do the work of the guf it's very important to do it and it's a higher level of Aveda, but it has to be illuminated by an influx of Torah just like the Bina which is higher has to have the influx from Chachma so also the Aveda of the Guf has to have the Neshama to be able to illuminate it and through this we will be able to realize and recognize the importance of the Guf and what it needs to accomplish all that is realized only through Torah and through, through Torah we will now see 
that the guf is an even higher level than Torah, but it takes Torah to reveal it. And that, so now we understand from the story of Rab Abba and Rabbi Loza, we understand also what happened with Avram and Sarah. Avram and Sarah were traveling to Egypt. They knew that they were going on a mission to elevate the world. But an, and that is the relationship between a husband and a wife. But Avram said to Sarah, Avram said to Sarah, which means Avram, which is Chachma, had to bring, give a hashpa to Sarah, give a flow of energy to Sarah. That's what it means he said to her. And what did he say to her? In order to be able to appreciate the importance of elevating the world, the relationship between a husband and a wife, we have to first invoke the relationship of Achaisi, of the Neshama itself, what the Neshama represents, the holiness of the, the Neshama. Then we, can, we have a good hope that we will be able to, invoke, uh, to accomplish the Aveda that is, a, that is called by the name husband and wife, the work with the physical world to elevate it, but that can only be done if we recognize our connection to the Neshama. In the story, it played out this way, that since they were working with the guf, with the body, and the body is similar, the body of a yid is similar with the, to the body of a goy, so therefore the Egyptians could look at, at Sarah, which represents the body, and say, she belongs to us, the body belongs to us. But that, it, the achaisi, the sister, brought out that there is an integral connection between the body and the essence of Hashem. The body of a Jew is what Hashem chose because He is connected more to the body than He is to the soul even. And that brought out, by realizing the importance of the body through invoking Achaisi, the relationship of the Neshama, it brought out that the Neshama also grew as a result of it because the choice that Hashem makes to the body of a Jew also pertains, of course, extends to the Nishama as well, and together they were both elevated.